0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. I just just drink drink wine. 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 Welcome to the wine situation, season four, the solo season. The season that I, Ellen Clifford, host all by myself. I'm not finding out what other people's situation with wine is. I'm just discussing the situation that we are all in with wine. Um, Just tonight, we got the orders to uh, stay in. Up in Northern California, they're calling it shelter shelter at home, shelter something. Uh, Here, they're like, no, 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 no. This is Los Angeles. We better scare those fuckers. They're calling it safer at home. Don't go out. I mean, it's true. It is safer at home. Safer for us. Safer for the people we could be infecting uh, with COVID nineteen. If you guys are listening to this, like, now nah, this is going to go down in history. You you will have heard of COVID by nineteen. It is our generation's black plague. So I thought, okay, I can't be around people. I could just put the podcast on hold, but no, I don't want to do that. And I want you guys to have some things to entertain yourself at home, and I want you, when you listen to this podcast, I want you to pour a glass of wine and drink with me so that we're not all just drinking alone. I mean, we are, but we're drinking alone together, because we're all in this together. I'm going to try and do this weekly, guys. Oh, here's the other thing is, yeah, I was kind of trying to keep the show the same after Sean left, which is all fine and good, but he is gone and it's not the same and it really is now my show it's my own damn show this is literally my season to re-examine how we do this and play around and I apologize if this week is probably the next couple weeks are going to be awkward until I get used to doing this alone I just decided yesterday that I should do this so it's just a whole new world but my aim with this now that it is my podcast we're going to discuss all sorts of situations with wine uh but i kind of want to take you on just a wine journey with me every every episode so let me break down for you guys some of the fun we're going to be having over the next couple weeks or however long this quarantine quarantine lasts until my wine supplies run out. We're re- really just operating day at a time here. I've got a lot of fun stuff planned, different segments I'm going to do. Uh, there's going to be a who, what, when, where, why wine thing where I drop clues uh, of those sorts throughout the episode and you can kind of play along and try and guess what wine I'm talking about and I'll reveal it at the end. Uh, We'll, of course, play What's in the Glass, because, you guys, I'm drinking a great wine tonight. It is so good. Please, if you haven't popped a bottle yet, uh, may I suggest Pinot Noir? There will be a segment, some episodes, called Goth Grape, which I haven't quite figured out what that is yet, so it's not happening this episode, Uh, but it will be coming. We'll keep doing polls. Uh, We'll have wine tales. We'll have Just Add Wine, uh, where we talk about situations that could use wine or not, We will do on the food side, which is my punny way of saying on the flip side, where I talk to you about food, maybe what I'm cooking, maybe I give you a recipe. We'll have happy cocktail hour uh, where we make cocktails. So I've got a lot of stuff planned. This week we are going to start with the who, what, when, where, why, wine segment. Your very first clue, the who, is a former prime minister who was like the swine's biggest fan. There's a ton of you, if you're psalms, that probably you, you're going to know what I'm talking about immediately. If you don't, don't worry. We've got several more clues, but that is your first one. A former prime minister of Great Britain was this producer's number one fan. Okay, now what you're all waiting for, perhaps, the excuse to cheers with me virtually raise a glass oh yeah guys I'm drinking the 2016 Jay Vineyards Canfield Vineyard Russian River Valley Pinot Noir it is so good Jay Vineyards is one of my favorite wineries uh, Nicole Hitchcock their winemaker she is a force of nature and a hell of a nice person uh, and all, pretty much every Pinot Noir I've ever had from Jay Vineyards is great. Uh, they make ones at lower price points that are also excellent, but because I have this bottle of, of, this is like one of their higher end ones, I think it's like $75 a bottle, guys, it's worth it. I was just like... I just got the news tonight that I have to sit on my damn ass by myself. I'm not even supposed to like see my boyfriend because he lives with someone who was at the airport, who works at the airport, and wasn't feeling well. I'm so alone right now, guys. <laughs> let me have my wine. Let me open my expensive wine. Let me enjoy it by myself. I don't know why I'm saying let me. Like you guys are arguing with me. You're not. I I don't know, guys. This is end times. So just. Why not break out the good stuff? Why not? Go crazy. Uh, break out the good wine. Drink out of the good glasses. I have been using my Zalto stems religiously. Hell, be damned if they break. Uh, what else can we do? Uh, I mean, granted we can't keep this up forever, but I'm hoping if everyone stays home like we're supposed to, that this clears up faster so that I still have some good wine left when the quarantine Am I even saying that right? Quarantine? Quarantine? When it's over. Ugh, thank you for listening to that rant. Let me tell you more about Jay Vineyards. <laughs> the Russian River Valley, that is up in Sonoma, just uh, closer closer to the shore than Napa, just uh, sort of uh, west of there. Let me see. I, I have like the fact card on this wine. My friend Louise at Gallo was nice enough to send me this wine. She sends me the most delicious wines from Jay. Like every time a box from Jay arrives, I swoon just a little bit. I also like this particular bottling because it's like got a black label. I'll put a picture. It's it's very goth Pinot Noir. Um ooh. This could be a good inspiration for what I make the goth wines segment be. Um, okay, wait, I was gonna tell you about the vineyard. Let's see what the what the mailer says. Planted in 2009, guys, 11-year-old vines, this cool-climate vineyard is planted entirely to Pinot Noir grapes. Located off Canfield Road, the cool air flowing through the Petaluma Gap from the Pacific Ocean greatly influences the quality of these grapes. You guys, you need that cool air from the Petaluma Gap, let me tell you. No gap, no grape. That's the way it goes. Uh, Let's see. Uh, They're one of the closest vineyards to the Pacific Ocean, so yeah, I mean... You can tell this wine's got that nice cool air acid on it, right? Mm. I'm so happy I'm doing this with you guys. I am looking forward to recording this podcast on the regular for you in the future. Um, Hopefully you're enjoying it so far, so good. We're only eight minutes in, so if I haven't wrecked it yet, I'll try not to do so. Okay, I confess the who, what, when, where, why thing is kind of like a bait to keep you listening, like... You got to keep listening so you can play along and guess the right wine correctly, because we all need fun and games in this quarantine time. I'm sure I'll either get over or just become incredibly angry at this whole staying in all the time thing. Right now, it's just kind of new and fresh. Oh, yeah. okay, back to Canfield. The Canfield Vineyard. In 2016, the Russian River Valley growing season was warm and dry. Plenty of winter rains and a warm spring brought on early bud break. And a warm, fast-paced summer growing season. Another early harvest, guys. Due to global warming, we are fully harvesting so much earlier than ever before. It's a little terrifying. Actually, I hope that everybody's staying home and lack of travel. What if COVID is... Are like, the world's, the, the planet's way of forcing us to clean up our fucking carbon footprint. I mean, we're being forced to stay home. No more, like, that could be it, guys. Maybe this is how we fix our environmental problems if we don't all die. Uh, my other thought that the reason COVID is happening is that Zoom sponsored it. Literally everything in my life uh, that used to take place outside is now on Zoom. Everything. And I'm happy about it, but Zoom, if you're responsible for this, fuck you. But Loki, really glad you're there. Thanks, Zoom. Stay there. Love you forever. Mwah. Okay. So this harvest, yeah, full 10 days earlier than average. Uh, so it was a warmer, sounds like it was a warmer vintage. Um, they hand harvested these, destemmed them, and the gravity felled them into small 2 to 10 ton open top fermenters. There was a five day cold soak. Speaking of, have you guys tried cold showers? I've been doing this every morning after I work out. I just hop in the shower, freezing cold water for three minutes. I used to turn it to heat afterwards, but now I just keep it cold. It's hell, but I feel so good after. It's like when you get out of the pool, it's supposed to also be good for the immune system and it's good for your pores. So they say, you know, because when nobody's seeing you in person, you got to worry about your pores because Lord knows I'm now spending even more time on Instagram um what else about the cold shower? Oh yeah, it just and also cuz it's kind of hard to do, but when you get through you feel you always just start the day feeling kind of accomplished. So anyway, cold soak, cold showers. There's going to be so many tangents, guys. Not only do I have segments. I got tangents. Oh yeah. Um let's see. Okay, 100% French Oak, 38% of which was new Uh, every vineyard block and clone were kept separate until blending... Oh, guys, clones. So here's the thing about Pinot Noir that's interesting. Pinot Grigio, Pinot Blanc, they are the same grape as Pinot Noir. They're just, like, different clones of it. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. It blows... it's just like a a mutation that was white. Um, technically, they are, like, the same genetically grape. Isn't that weird? And I feel like we still don't quite acknowledge it. We're still like, eh, but it's basically a different grape, because they're all wildly different. But anyway, yeah. So the Pomard 828777 and 943 clones were used for this. It says the soils are Steinbeck, ooh, there's some grapes of wrath, and Goldridge. I don't know what kind of soil that is. And I have a list of about 20 different soils with different names. Um, everything from Licorella to Greater Vosges to Arzell to Tortonian or Helvetic soil to Tufo, Jaune, Terra Rosa. I know so many soil names, guys, and what they are and where they are. And I have somehow never heard of my very own ho- states, Steinbeck and Goldridge. If you know that, uh weigh in on it. Um... Okay, what else? Uh, Oh, did I also... did I mention Drunk Dial? Yeah, okay, so guys, the final segment of every episode is going to be a Drunk Dial Final Five, where I call someone uh, probably slightly more inebriated than I was at the beginning and ask them the final five questions so I can keep that shiznit going. So that is it for uh, what I'm going to tell you technically about Jay Vineyards, because really, honestly, some of these facts aren't that interesting. What's interesting is drinking it. So before I play What's in a Glass, I am going to give you another clue. Your first clue was the who, a former prime minister of Great Britain who was this wine's biggest fan. The what of this wine is a former bottling of it that was bottled in the imperial pint which is 568 milliliters uh, because this wine's number one fan thought that that was the perfect serving size for one of this particular wine. Now for perspective, a a wine bottle, a full wine bottle that, that we're used to is 568 milliliters uh wait sorry i take that back uh i'm reading things never mind um okay a normal bottling of wine is 750 milliliters and this guy was like "No, nah, no, nah, 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 nah. basically mm, two-thirds a little more than two-thirds of a wine gla- a wine bottle is the appropriate uh, appropriate serving size for one and for a while this uh producer made a imperial pint for this person so that is your what of this is the imperial pint uh let's play what's in a glass this is like a textbook pinot noir in terms of it looks a little translucent like a little purpley you can tell with some age it might start going into garnet more uh garnet being that like ruddy kind of slightly more orangey uh color that you get off of these uh out of wine um it's like medium intensity oh (laughs) listen to that inhale um oh god i smell roses i smell black cherries like tart black cherries the kind you buy frozen Oh wait, those are sweet cherries. It's like a cross between those and the tart berry uh tart cherries that you buy canned that you use to make pies or I do anyway. Um a little bit of orange peel, like a little bit of clove. You can smell that new French oak on it, like you get that vanilla vanilla coke thing going on. Oh god, it smells so good. Okay, I'm gonna walk you through the palette. I don't know, you guys can weigh in and tell me if doing What's in a Glass is boring when it's just my opinions. I'll try and keep it fun, I don't know. Ooh, that's some ripping high acid and I love it because I'm an acid head. Uh, Yeah. Alcohol, and ga- gauging, I don't think it's so high. I do to say it's 13. I don't know, let me, let me see. Pray for me guys. Uh oh! Fuck! I'm wrong. Fourteen point three percent. Well, this is a sneaky, sneaky Pinot, and I don't mind. The body is uh, medium. The the tannins are ripe and medium minus. Like they're barely there. This is such a friendly wine. Um, when you're all by yourself. And you probably won't have anybody actually give you a hug for the next several weeks. Uh this wine's the closest thing you can get to a hug, I'm telling you. It's it's a, a comfortable hug, not a hug that's unwelcomed. Um Oh my god. Oh, can I go on another tangent, please? Wow, I don't even need guests to get me going on tangents. So another thing about this whole COVID thing that's interesting, uh, is that Apparently I should have been like holding myself up more earlier because in the last mm, month, month and a half, I have gone to not one gigantic, not two gigantic, but like, well the third one wasn't gigantic, it was a cozy wine dinner, but I have gone to three different Italian wine (laughs) events um uh, the first was just a wine dinner the second was this massive tasting in beverly hills where you're it was loud it was crowded elbow to elbow uh you're kiss cheeking uh, kiss cheeking cheek kissing all the italians you're in close quarters you go to the bar afterwards you're all sharing glasses uh the other was a um another wine event that was not for the public uh it was a trade event but you're still you're meeting all the wine ambassadors you're cheek kissing you're with your friends you're sharing glasses you're all spitting you're getting backsplash from the spittoon and uh yeah Italy, uh one of the epicenters right now so maybe okay this is just a theory if covid in los angeles wasn't sponsored by zoom it was possibly just created by all us asshole wine people who didn't realize how serious it was and continued to go to our events and cheek, kiss, and share glasses. I don't know. <laughs> that just occurred to me. You guys, if I am part of the problem, I'm sorry. I started uh, I started staying home before it was even like a mandate, so... Oh. Uh, yeah, so tannins, a hug, a warm hug, which is good because I'm not going to get any for a while did you know that like preemie babies like die if they don't wrap them tightly enough for like at least uh, this is what i remember reading uh human beings need to be touched (laughs) okay i'll stop crying and keep drinking that's what we're here for you guys cheers i'm not even drunk i'm just like uh i would say it's it's not being high on life it's more like when Something you can't even quite believe is happening. That's so terrible, you are in shock. It's happening. It pro- it provokes a weird kind of almost euphoria, like kind of when I fell off the ledge and had a massive uh traumatic brain injury. Well, mainly people just kept saying you're so lucky it wasn't worse. Um, despite the fact that I was enfeebled for a long time and had to plan my life around naps, like. At the same time, it inspired like it was such an unimaginable, unexpected, and sudden um, shakeup of everything that sucked that I, I'd almost produced a sort of euphoria. And that's kind of how I feel right now. Is I I've drinking half a glass of wine, but I'm just like I feel tipsy on what the fuck is happening in the world. Is that possible? Yes. Um, oh God, please. I really hope you're drinking some good Pinot Noir right now. I hope you're drinking whatever uh, good grape you... Or good wine you prefer is. Okay, so on the palate, it's even more of like this cinnamon clove baking spice. Like, when you take a sip, not only is someone hugging you in a nice cozy... Like, you're wearing a cozy sweater and you're holding hands with someone. And it's autumn. Not autumn in Los Angeles. Like, the one day of good autumn in St. Louis or Chicago and the leaves are crunching, and everything smells crisp and bright. That's the thing about Pinot Noir, it has that crisp acid that you're just like, oh, this is an autumn day, Um, and this is so cozy, and I want it. Um, So yeah, all those flavors you get on the palate. Mm, Yeah, definitely tasting that new oak, but not obnoxiously so. Really pleasant. Uh, This is less the sour cherries in the can and more the frozen uh, sweet cherries. If you guys haven't tried these, try them. Um, There's almost like a sweet beetroot kind of thing to it, like a hint it's savory, but it's not, it's still sweet. Oh God. Jay, I love you so much. I can't wait, you guys. uh, So they also up in Sonoma, they have the bubble room uh, at their winery that I still haven't visited and God only knows when I will at this rate because we're not even allowed to leave the city um, for anything non-necessary. I don't even know what necessary is. If someone died, could I go to their funeral? Maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Welcome to End Times with Ellen. Okay. Uh, where was I with this tasting? You guys, I hope you're actually here for this journey because I'm having fun. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to move on and give you another clue, which is when... If you're just at home frantically uh Googling the clues I've given you before, if you haven't Psalms, uh, particularly Psalms at high-end restaurants, you're gonna have gotten this. So, first clue was who is former PM of Great Britain? Um, what is the Imperial Pint? When is 1975, which is the first time a bottle named for uh aforementioned biggest fan of this wine? Um uh, was made it was 10 years after his death so just like google 1965 famous deaths or actually no don't Or keep listening maybe I'll say something that will ring a bell um every time I say um you gotta drink uh <laughs> next up on the agenda for this week is a poll and I'm gonna need you guys to be like first responders on this if I'm gonna release these episodes weekly The poll of the week is what weird booze or wines, it doesn't have to be weird even, it just has to be the, when you're like, oh shit, I better stock up toilet paper and wine. What are you grabbing? Uh, I keep buying Ravenswood at varying price levels because I just love Ravenswood and because the grocery stores now have limited hours here. And apparently, as of today, the wine stores will have to shut down. It's like only, I don't know how they're not considered necessary, but I guess they are under this law. I don't know. We'll see. This is one I think some wine stores are hoping to skate by on. I hope they're considered necessary, but Domain LA already has been like, sorry, guys, Uh, we have to close our doors. Order now. Um, Anyway, I've been buying a lot of Ravenswood at the grocery store. I also, well, you can still order wine online of the thing. Um, I bought, uh, so there's this one canned wine I like, uh, oh shoot, what is this name? Um, it's, just, it's like a bubbly pink and it's delicious. I think it's called, oh, it's Euphloria, Euphloria. If you see, like, a really cool looking bluish but, like, wild, like, it looks like a, uh, um, but it's not, it's another artist. I looked at their website once. It told me anyway, I've been buying you Floria cause I'm like, sometimes you just want that perfect. I mean, much like, uh, our clue wanted an Imperial pint. Sometimes you want that perfect cam size of wine just for yourself. I've been buying that. I want to know what you guys are buying. So, uh, I'll, I'll put it up on the gram. Uh, so that is the poll segment of this episode, uh, which brings me to another clue. You're where? France! Some place in France with a cold continental climate. Maybe cool. It it's a, a marginal climate that's growing less marginal with global warming. Uh that will if you already had an idea about what this was, that'll probably solidify it. Um Trying to think what else I want to say before I give you like just one more clue and then I should drunk dial soon because my friend is like someone who I think does even though it's work from home now so he probably gets sleep in a little later he tends to go to bed earlier than me and because I decided to do this at the last minute like I had so many people be like yeah you can be my or I'll be your drunk dial and then they're all like oh we're tired we're going to bed um so let's see is there anything else I want to tell you? Um, I want to tell you that I'm sending you virtual hugs. I want to tell you that I want you to tell me what you're drinking. Um, because I think we're going to be having a whole bunch of these like virtual meetings in the next week or so. And, uh, tell me what wine you're like stockpiling. Uh, tell me if you've ever had Jay. Just like, I want, I'm asking a lot guys. So feel free to ignore all of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep trying to do this solo episode thing with a drunk dial to somebody else at the end. For I'm going to try and do it weekly. Unless people are just like, I hate it, nobody's listening. But what else can we do? <laughs> and I promise I'll get better. Uh, tonight was probably awkward because I... Uh, it's just me. But guys, like I said, this is my season. I'm gonna reimagine this show. There's more to come besides the who, what, wouldn't wear wine. We're gonna keep playing around with segments. Uh, this is my freaking show, and I'm so happy if you're listening to it that you're joining me. Um, okay. One last clue to our mystery wine, just to refresh you. Oh wait, I'll give. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give you the final clue. The why of this wine. Why would you open it? It's something that's, like, uh, celebration-worthy. It's a wine you would open to celebrate something. So, to refresh your memory, clue number one, former Prime Minister of Great Britain, who loved it. Clue number two, Imperial Pint. They bottled it in 568 milliliters for a while because the aforementioned fan of it liked that size and thought it was a perfect size for one. Uh... When 1975 was the first bottling named for that person, where is France? Why is something used to celebrate? If you haven't guessed it already, obviously champagne. Uh, the prime minister we are talking about was Winston Churchill. Uh, and the producer is Paul Roger, which is spelled capital P-O-L space capital R O G. ER and so the the bottling the, the bottling named for uh, Winston Churchill was named Winston Churchill but it's now considered the Tête de Cuvée or the Prestige Cuvée basically it's the top bottling that this winery makes um, I've never had it actually I've had a few Tête de Cuvées like I've had Cristal I've had um, Bollinger uh Le Grand Anne um, I've had Dom art. uh have I had any other tete cuvee those may be the only three guys I'm woefully undereducated on uh premium champagne because I don't work at a restaurant so I don't have ballers buying it that I can taste it so yeah Paul Roger that is the mystery wine Winston Churchill is the bottling I was speaking of um from what I have read about it, they do it in a more ahem, reductive style. So champagnes, they go from a style that tends to be a little more like, I guess in general, I would say it feels lighter. It feels more more about fruit and like a friendly piece of toasted brioche, and then like there's the the uh, um, oxidative styles that tend to get like really rich. So it's like not toasted brioche so much as like a a toast like toasted wheat and just like nuttier nuttier yeah nuttier flavors um so apparently winston churchill is uh one of the lighter ones and i hope i try it someday before i drink any more let's try our drunk dial so um the person who is willing to be my tribute is matthew hirschfeld matt hirschfeld he's an artist Uh, he does incredible drawings and caricatures of celebrities, um, in the style of Al Hirschfeld, who he is, like, distantly related to. Uh, he's a great guy. He doesn't really drink wine. He's nervous about this, but let's call him and see if we can get him. Hopefully this all turns out okay. Uh, call using iPhone. Hello? Hello? Yay, I got you. This is like a whole new world of technology for me. Apparently, I can't do, um, I, I can't keep my iPhone recorder going while, during a phone call. I tested it out earlier today and it didn't work. So I was like, okay, now I have to call people from my iPad. It's been confusing. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Are you excited that you are the very first drunk dial final five questions for the wine situation?
1: I am. I am so excited i've been waiting for this my whole life
0: oh my god i didn't even know i'd only invented it tonight but i'm glad to hear that um guys this is matt hirschfeld as i, I did an intro for you already uh incredible artist uh oh. not a wine person
1: no 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 not so much of a wine person if anything uh you know i'm a i'll drink a white wine every now and then you
0: drank the pinot noir will the willamette valley pinot noir with me during the oscars
1: Yes, I was able to pull that off, uh, but that's that's a once in a blue moon.
0: Well, you did Christ. it with a plum.
1: Well, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, it, and it was great. It tasted great.
0: It um, was a delicious wine. I was excited about it. I was, was happy that you were it? able to enjoy it because we were the only ones drinking.
1: <laughs> it was fantastic. And where was that from again?
0: Uh the Willamette Valley, which is in Oregon.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Um, Interesting.
1: Do you think I would know where my the wines from my house come from?
0: I mean, you knew who gave them to you. Oh, right. So. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the deal. Um, At the end of the wine situation, as you probably know from recent episodes, we do a final five questions that goes on to Delectable. Um, mm-hmm, of course. And they change a little bit. I tried to tailor mine a little bit to you. Are you ready to play final five?
1: Absolutely. Shoot away.
0: Okay, so question number one is... What you drinking these days? It can be, it can be alcoholic or not. Like, what are you enjoying? What uh, beverage? Okay.
1: You know, I've, you know, I've had been getting into mochas a lot lately. Oh, like you the coffee the with chocolate? Yes, that's my drink in the morning. Um, that Like, it just keeps me, keeps, uh, gets me up and going. So that has been the drink of my choice. And uh, obviously being a St. Louis guy. <laughs> You know, you think I would say Bud Light is my alcoholic drink. Um, I think I'll stick with. Uh, I, think I like the Blanc, mocha. Think my
0: drink. Oh, what? Well,
1: what? We're talking about alcoholic drinks, though.
0: Oh, did you just say Stella Artois?
1: No, I, I was going to say if, if not Bud Light, if I was going to pick a wine, I'd I'd say a Sauvignon Blanc is what I'd go
0: with. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, question number two is. And I, I think I mentioned, I think I know what you're going to say. What's the best pairing between food and drink?
1: Best pairing, Bud Light and Emo's. Yes. what I was going to say?
0: I, that's, well, yeah, because I know you. Uh-huh. I mean, that's and, like... What?
1: I mean, it's like, uh, there's not a a better pairing than that. I can't think of anything that should go hand in hand.
0: I have to say, honestly, I've actually never tried those side by side, but I've had both and not liked them by themselves. If I had them together, would I change? Yes. Okay. (laughs) You're on next time we're in St. Louis. (laughs) It's a deal. Uh, Speaking of St. Louis, where do you drink in St. Louis? That's the next Uh, question.
1: When I'm back in St. Louis, I usually I usually stay around the neighborhood. Either I go to the Loop, I go to uh, Blueberry Hill, or I'll go to Lester's in Ledoux.
0: Lester's in um, Ledoux? I don't know that one. Yes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's been around for a little bit. It's you know, it's, it's right there, but kind of close to the high school. Um, you know, it's funny. Every time I go back in town, it, it seems like there's a, a bunch of new places that open up. Was never aware of so i'm always uh you know finding new spots when i right go back
0: i have found the same thing dudes uh when travel bans and such like matt and i can't leave this town right now uh when that lifts go visit st louis it's coming up uh that was me talking to to to, to the audience not to you Matt. Oh, of course yes, okay
1: yes oh no i'm, I'm with it that's okay
0: that's cool, cool cool this is the first time i've done this so this is weird um Okay, question number four of the final five. Uh, is there a wine whose label, you're an artist, is there a wine whose label you've seen that you're like, oh, that's good art? Uh,
1: you know, I don't know what it is, but the Coppola brands always just stick out to me. I know they have different variations of the logo, but those are always, those are always
0: pretty this cool. The sort of cinematic-looking things?
1: Yeah, I kind of like those. I dig those. Basically, like they have like a director's like version. I don't know what it is. Director's means. cut? Yeah, I don't know how that applies to wine, but it's, it's it always stands out. I always uh, always spot those things.
0: Okay, cool. I'll have to. I've had them sometimes. the they're, they're like Copola does solid work. I, I'm here, and he named his like canned bubblies after his daughter, so I'm here for Copola.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and was it? Uh, wow, God, what was that? The other is it Madavi Mada- M- 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 or something like Mondavi, that? Mandavi
0: Robert Mandavi.
1: Yeah, Robert Mondavi. That's That's, a, that's a, I think, a pretty cool label.
0: Stalwarts in California. Mm-hmm. Um, the final question we always ask our guests on the... I say we, and now it's like the royal week. it's only me. Uh, <laughs> um, the final question is always, what's bringing you joy?
1: Well, I think, especially given the times that we're in right now, I think of late, it's just been able to keep in touch with my friends and being able to, um, check in on everybody and see how everyone's doing. I think, uh, now more than ever, it's more important to, uh, to get in touch with, uh, people maybe you haven't talked to in a while. Uh, just reach out to them just say hi. And, uh, it really goes a long way.
0: I love it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm choosing this, uh, dudes, thanks for listening to the first solo, I'm calling this season four the solo season uh, of the wine situation. And Matt, thank you for being my first uh, drunk dial.
1: Of course, of course. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Cheers, dudes. Glass! Glass. Glass.
1: I, just drink wine.
0: Wine. I, I just drink wine. I don't fuck wine. with I just drink wine. I don't fuck with I just drink wine. I don't fuck wine. with coffee wine. Wine. I just